going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. The bar. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back again. I'm your host with the most, Andrew, a.k.a. Rapping Drew. And I am joined with the gang. Small cast, of course, but we're here. How are we doing, guys? Yo, we're here. What's going on? We're yeah, good. Man, small, small, but the energy is still here, man. Come on, of let's course, get it. Man. Because we're a small cast, let me just introduce. So, obviously, Monya's here. Char's Come here. On. Toast is here. Come on. Uh, YZ is here. Tambaz is here. And, Yo, of course, what up? Shalom, the gaffer is here. It's good. Yeah, man. Um, I just before we start, I just want to quickly shout out Ghana's under 20 team. Come Obviously, on. yesterday uh Independence Day, uh, they on. brought back home the AFCON trophy for the 20s. The 20s. Come on. After beating Uganda 2-0. So shout out them. And I know Tosi, you're wondering where's Nigeria. I mean, <laughs> brother, you know, qualify. you know what, man? They it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely for another pod, but I definitely want to get into the conversation of obviously like players that potentially have the opportunity to play for like two countries and mm-hmm. them opting for one country or the other in it. Like the big, a good case is like that uh, Tosin Adarabayodon who mm. <laughs> thinks he can play for England when he's not even been in the, in the mix in it. But we'll get into that another day and hopefully at some point. Yeah, man. Interesting for conversation. Sure. Yeah, Monya, I know you was wondering as well, but Zimbabwe didn't qualify neither. Um, for the other 20 World Cups. Uh, but Kenneth Tanz- Tanzania made it. But, you know, they they, they got kicked out in the group stages, collecting a whopping one point. Tight. But yeah, shout out to the Black Satellites on Come the 20 on. World Cup. Our Independence Day. We are proud of you. Well done, mate. Let's hope they don't miss penalties like certain men. Wow. Wow. That that's low, again? man. That's that's like years ago. We're, we're looking for that next junior go-go, man. Come on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we had a couple of weekday games and a couple of weekend games again. Let's get to the shits and let's start with Char and it's Manchester United. So obviously yep. on Wednesday, United had a game v Crystal Palace that ended in nil-nil. Overall, it was a poor, poor game from the team with, against a Zaha-less Palace. And then the Manchester derby where United ran, ran out 2-0 winners. Uh, but I just yep. wanted to go back to the Palace game before we touch on the Manchester derby. Because there was an in-game spat between Rash and Maguire in the Palace game. I don't know if you if you yeah. probably saw it. Yeah, it seemed like frustrations, of course, but strong words were used against each other. Mm-hmm. I remember Press saying about um, yeah, Ole bringing a sort of harmony and team spirit back to the United camp. But it seems like your captain is coming under scrutiny amongst his teammates. I mean, in the Chelsea game, he wouldn't mm-hmm. back Luke Shaw when Luke Shaw said that he overheard the ref saying some stuff to Maguire. Mm. Um, and Maguire basically came out and said, Luke, um, let's heard it right there. Was, was that that's what happened, right? Or do you, yeah, make- yeah, no, that's um, essentially, yeah, what, 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 what happened, yeah, yeah. So, what are your views on Maguire yeah, and his much, leadership? I think it's overall, um, look, I think if, if you listen to especially with the games and there's no fans and so on, a lot of these games, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of those sort of shouts happening. It's football, if anyone that's played football, or even a a very very basic level. Um, know that those sort of conversations do happen. Um, do I think Maguire is under a bit of scrutiny at the moment? Um, rightly so, yeah, because he came with a big fee. I think he's just 20, 20, 28, um, and it's time for him to obviously deliver on the reason why we we, we signed him. We didn't sign him to be um, just just another player. We signed him to obviously change our 
fortunes amongst others. Um, so yeah, I think he is under scrutiny, but I think that that spat between him and Rashford to me. No more level, yeah. It. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. Into it too much. You, you know what? Can I quickly just touch on that? You know, I don't I don't necessarily know if it's normal level. Like I do fully get charred at like players having to go at other players is quite oh, common. We've played, we've played football but, with you, Tosin, bro. You love but, it. But <laughs> like for me, I've always had a thing about the captain, and it like I personally can't see like I don't know players in the era of like Gerard or Vieira actually going at them. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't ever I can't I don't ever recall seeing it. And I just feel like it's a respect level in it. I wouldn't put Maguire on the level of one of those guys, but I personally can't see anybody calling Gerard a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Because there's just that level of respect there. But yeah. that's just my opinion, isn't it, man? I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. I think I think they probably look at each other and Rashid's probably I'm just as important to this Ex- team. My, as, my, my as, feelings as Maguire, exactly. Yeah. So no, I, I do agree to that extent. Um, there's probably like a sense of equality between the two. So yeah, no, I think yeah, as Stephen Gerald never got spoken to like that, but Maguire hasn't reached those heights yet, and so he doesn't command that respect. Nah. You think? All right, say no more. But let, let's give you let's give you your flowers, man, because obviously just now, um, United beat their city rivals two uh, 0 which in my eyes, yep. I didn't watch the whole game. I came in at the second half, but it looked quite comfortable. As soon as you guys, as soon as Luke Shaw scored, you kind of saw the game out comfortably. How, how did you ex- experience it? Um, yeah, no, it was um, edge your seat football. I think I think um, we, I think the, the game plan was, I think, to start fast. And I think that's what we've done. I think we started fast. Obviously, we got the early penalty, um, which was, I wouldn't say called a dispatch, but, but obviously paid, paid your it. bills, yeah. Paid my paid our bills just on time. Yeah. It was a cut off date, literally last last, last night. We we paid that, um, but yeah, we obviously got the pen. It was clear pen. I don't think anyone could argue with it. It's just a case of obviously we seen pens. This but the city one, the Sterling one, was a pen as well. Then that wasn't given. Which one? The when um when he came inside, yeah, and then I think one Bissaka or someone else tackled him in the box. But I go away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would I wouldn't be so I wouldn't have been surprised if it was given. Mm. <laughs> that's just the reality of it but if you actually look at the stats I think last year we were being called Rochester um, if you look at the stats I think it's a few clubs have, 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 have won points off um, VAR decisions more than us so I don't think that narrative stands anymore really? um, but yeah we paid our bill man um, and then obviously yeah no we paid our bill we we, we, we obviously we, we moved on but I think we, we were um, comfortable without possession I think I'd say yeah, I think yeah. they had moments I, what I have to say now, and before I even forget, yeah, is Sterling does not like Wambasaka, bro. Like, I've so you know, wait, there's, there's there's great players in history that there's always named. Um, there's like that that player that always has their number. I think Cristiano Ronaldo was actually called at one point. I think this is the same kind of same, not necessarily level, but the same intensity between the two. Like every time Sterling got the ball, he like he, you just thought Wambasaka would get it off him. And I think he did spin him once, though. In the sorry, game. go on. No, I'm saying yeah, he, no, he always does. Once. Yeah, but, but it's a good battle. Think... Yeah. Did you any of you boys see the, the statistic? At the, I'm pretty sure I saw the statistic. Like while the match was going on, that he hasn't scored in 22 games against yeah. United. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. He, has, he hasn't scored against them. That's four, yeah. Four. yeah, but he's a he's a United fan, so that's some bit of agency going on. <laughs> but let me move on. Tabs, um, how impressed were you with United today? Um, no, um, I was saying on Clubhouse earlier actually that United um, actually today is one of the first days we've witnessed them actually execute a game plan from start to finish. I'd say mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, big up to all of their players, man. Uh, Props to Ole, no, yeah. 
I know Prez ain't a bat, but um, <laughs> yeah, Tony Tony had a good game today for sure. Apart from that miss, as usual, uh, I still don't think he's good enough. But yeah, uh, better from him. So yeah, well well done to the guys, man. Uh, Can I we just give Ole his flowers, please? Cause I can't really hate. Yeah, so Ole yeah, masterminded is now now eleven points behind champions elect. Um, yeah, give, give him his flowers, man, if you like. Nah, I just like yeah, I just like the stat that I think um they've played each other six eight times eight times now, and I think he's mm. won four times, and Pep's only won three. I think the other great games have been a draw. So um, yeah, man, I just shout, shout out Ole, man. I think he's um. It's quite his growing number. into, I think he's he's, he's going to be classes of the world, and he'll be fine. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, I think it's more deal. If you actually look at the, if you actually look at our season, we've actually lost four games. I think only City have lost less. Um, we've drawn a lot more games. Um, so if you can turn those draws into wins, I think we actually become a very serious team in it. But but yeah, no good performance. I'm happy with the result, um, but I'm not going to get carried away, man. It, we beat City last season too. Um, if I can quickly just say, like. I I don't know. I'm not I don't want to be too hasty to give United too much credit because I have seen in the last couple of years, United historically in the last couple of years just always step up for the derby. But if we're really yeah. looking at their previous results, like you flattered to deceive two nil-nil draws back to back, Chelsea and Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. You drew against Everton, like from a good position. You drew against West Brom. And even though it was a great result, obviously Etihad so difficult to go to. I just feel as if it was a case of you stepped up because it was a derby because you know what? It's a pride thing, you know, like if, if City win the game, they effectively win the league, but it's impossible for United to have had the results that they've had in the last, I don't know, like six weeks, say, let's say, and then come and win today and me and for us to give them too much credit because where was this performance no, when you, you needed a result against at, Palace and like West yeah, Brom and no, Everton? But you, no, but, yeah, like, but you look at it that way in the sense that I can look at it as, you look at it as that like we didn't pick up a dub, but I can look at the team that the, the, the champions that are, are now lose that game. Like a lot of other teams, like you're losing that Arsenal team, like, as an Arsenal representative, you're losing yeah, that game. So 100, 100. I'm, I'm looking at it from a, a season perspective. Yeah, of course that like, I'm, I'm looking at the games against Palace and, and Fulham thinking how are we, how are we dropping points. However, I'm looking at it. We're, we're not dropping points like the other teams around us. Like we're still, we're, um, and the thing is no one expected us in, I think we, everyone needs to remember United weren't expected to be the team pushing pushing. I, think, so, I, think, what, I think I think what, what Tosin is saying is like I think Shalom said this last week as well it's like yeah United are second a, a, a lot of people are saying this actually but people are not quite understanding how like Char I'll okay. be honest with you I think you would actually swap out an L today for a couple of more wins against the Everton. Oh yeah, naturally, but that goes without saying. And the Palaces, you understand? But, 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 but my issue with the situation is it was only last week we were here talking about how certain players don't perform against the big teams. Now we actually beat the big teams as oh, if you look at our previous seasons, we 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 that's this, we we get these results. But I'm just like, bro, like. At what point do you just say, "Cool, like it's it's a sign of progress"? The other seasons we were doing it and we weren't anywhere in the, in the league. This season we're doing it and we are actually, as as of now, the second best team in the league. But it's 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 not it's a mar- it's a marathon, not a sprint. Do you feel like, like you've been the people... second best team in the league? Yeah, of course. Who's been better than us at the, after other than the city? No, I thought, oh, it's just a question, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like... asking you. I I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it back to you. Who's been better? Tosin, got an answer. No, I think I think I think United have been better, the second best team in the league. I do. I, I didn't say they haven't. 
Okay. Is that a trophy? No, of course not. That's not something we should be but, we should be shouting, screaming about. However, if I'm looking at it, this season, I thought I, I think my prediction was that we'll finish like third or fourth. But like I wanted to cut the the gap to, to first. Obviously, we we we've absolutely cut the gap to Liverpool. So if we finish in a respectable position, come second in the league, and we obviously go on to win some silverware, then bro, I, I, I would say, I'll take that season with with with, with a pinch of salt. What are you um, still? What are you still able to win FA Cup and cut and um, what's it called? Then Europa. Europa. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Talking about Europa, you got that um, this Thursday against AC Milan yeah. at home, and then you have yeah. a home game v West Ham, fellow top four contenders. So, what are your predictions? Um, uh, I think AC Milan. Um, are we at Old Trafford? I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. If we are away, um, I, I'd like to say just get like a a one goal um, diff- like difference, so like either one one or one nil. Um, but I'm expecting the dub. I think we are a better team. I'm not sure how our players are going to react after putting so much effort against City, but we should get a dub. Um, and then after the game, after um, I'm going into every game, think we we should win in it. So, so yeah, that's, that's another one. I think we we should. Calm. You're not in a good mood, so. They may collect back-to-back dubs here. Um, let's move on to Spurs. Um, obviously, uh, Spurs Don is not here, Strizza. But, but Tosin is here to cover for him. Um, obviously, they beat Fulham what midweek. <laughs> <laughs> they beat Fulham midweek, a 1-0 own goal from Tosin. And then it was a bit tight for them, that game. But Fulham had a few decisions not going their way. Uh, but they have a game tonight with Crystal Palace at home. So they haven't played yet. So, obviously, Spurs have been in good form as of late. As of Bale's impact has been growing each game. Um, how do we fancy their chances be Palace tonight, Toast? Um, I think it will be a pretty regulation uh, 2 or 3 no win, to be honest, man. Um, my brother's a, a Tottenham fan. I was speaking to him a couple of weeks ago, actually. And he was... Um, Tottenham have been a bit funny in the last couple of weeks. And he was like, you know what? Why doesn't the manager just go for broke. Why doesn't he just play Ali? Why doesn't he just play Bell in like a foursome? And, and I feel like Bell now is finally getting a run. And when you kind of look at the Tottenham team sheet, you're expecting to see Bell's name there. So it's no coincidence that like Tottenham have been playing a lot well, a lot better and picking up quite a few results in the last couple of weeks with Bell in the starting lineup, like in, in the more important league game. So I expect another another victory today. I know Palace have got two clean sheets in the last in the last two games, but um, yeah, yeah, too much firepower from the main three up front for Tottenham minute. I'm expecting two or three nil. Um, is Zaha back for Palace, by the way? Or I think he's he was in training this week. I don't. I've not actually checked the Palace team, so I don't actually know if he's fit. Does anyone know if, Palace, if um, Zaha's playing? Yeah, he, yeah, he's. Um, I think he's. He, he might be. Yeah, I think Zaha's on the bench. Yeah, bench. Cool. Nice. All right, cool. Um, so, Char, let me go to you. Uh, what would back-to-back missing out on the Champions League mean for Spurs? And is this a fair assessment of Mourinho and what he has done or capable of doing with this Spurs team? Um, I, th- I think it's massive. I think Spurs need to get in. Um, I think from my understanding of obviously their financials, um, they're very much um, dependent on um, for Champions League football in terms of their overall revenue. So I think in, in that respect, it's massive. But I just think... They've got big players. Um, I think there's a lot of question marks around people like Kane. Um, I think Son's contract is coming up too. Um, I do expect them to stay. Um, however, um, it's just another decision for them to make if they don't qualify for um, Champions League. Um, mm. So, I th- yeah, I think it is, it's quite important for them for, to, do, to obviously do so. Um, and I think, yeah, back-to-back, um, I think that was a question, uh, back-to-back um, 
I think it, yeah, it, it's 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 important for them to obviously avoid avoid not getting Champions League. Um, but, but yeah, we'll see. My Spurs are a funny bunch, man. Like United, but I think we've got a um, we're a bit bit further ahead in in our development. But but yeah, we'll I, see, man. I don't know if you guys are aware, by the way, just to sidetrack. But obviously, this season as well. Apart from Europa League, they'll start the UEFA Conference League, which is a European league below the Europa League. Um, I don't know quite <laughs> what place would be collecting that in the Premier League, but yeah, that that would be there as well. And I'll be absolutely fuming if Liverpool enters. Um, that's what's like this? Wood, like, spoon. Into Toto. What's bro, this? That's, 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 bro, I don't wooden know. Wooden spoon things. Yeah, it, basically a, a new version of Into Toto, yeah. But, um, Taking those glorious trips to Latvia and Moldova, yeah? Well, well, we already take those now yeah, anyway. We, we've been doing that, boys. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you yeah. saying they already got the flights booked, yeah? <laughs> Spurs' next games will be in the Europa League v Dinamo Zagreb and then the second edition this season of the North London Derby. Jake, how do you think they will do? What, that's next? Ooh. <laughs> I mean... the. I think I'd just add on to the Spurs point about trusting Bale. I don't think it's that as much for me as the trusting in Dombele. Like you mm. think to last year and Dombele couldn't get a full game for Spurs, could he? Like it just very much seemed that Mourinho wouldn't trust him. And now a year later, he's trusting him to go in a double pivot with Hoiberg. To me, that's a massive development. So, But he's good, um, man. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's very good. Playing up for Ooh, them. Yeah. You could easily argue he's been one of their best, if not their best player of the year. North London Derby is going to be very interesting because obviously Spurs aren't in the greatest of form, although they seem like they may have turned the corner. You've got Arsenal, who obviously the Arsenal boys will talk about it a lot more. The bragging rights for this, like what's really <laughs> up there? Like say a, a chance to get into the Intertoto Cup round two or to get into the Europa League. Like <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's that much at stake Apart I think Spurs. I think Spurs like Liverpool are outsiders, outsiders for top four. So every every three points will help, man, for them. Whereas Arsenal, they just need to not be tenth, basically. So yeah, yeah. This is I think, like this could be the cup final for both teams this year. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, man, we'll see how they do. Um, hopefully, Strizzer will be back to provide us more in-depth analysis about his team. Well, we move on to my beloved Liverpool. Um, we had a must-win v Chelsea on Thursday. If we wanted any chance of controlling the narrative of reaching the top four places, it was not to be as Chelsea succumbed us to our fifth home defeat in a row. Uh, we had a chance to put it right against another West London team, but even that didn't happen as we were subject, subjected to our 6L at home in a row. Man, so basically West London to Liverpool nil, um, literally. <laughs> So, so far this season, Sadio Mane and Roberto Firmino have been absolutely passengers in regards to, the, in regards to our front three, not helping with chipping in with goals and occasionally creating the York chance. I mean, do you guys think it's time for Liverpool to look at moving them on in the summer when a decent offer comes through? your whole squad's going to be... Yeah, a couple, man. So, mean, there's, this, there's this thing that's been circulating. I think you saw it, Andy, but you didn't really um, say anything about it, about next season. Your whole team's basically going to be... Like everyone's gonna be thirty years old, mo- yeah. majority of the team. Serious? So yeah, um, it's just been circulating. Twenty nine, twenty nine, thirty. Yeah, it's just so been circulating. The point then. Yeah, go on. Time. So, so I'd say that right now Liverpool need to cash in. Yeah, uh, on. But hear me out. Hear me out. I feel like you need to cash in on Salah because 
there's money for him that you'll get. At the moment, for Mane, I feel that you, you're not going to get as much money as you would have last season for Madrid. I think last season you'd have collected a lot more money for him. Obviously, based on form now and the age, I feel like Salah is the one that most teams would relish to get at the minute, if you get what I mean. I completely agree with that, Tabs. I'm, I'm 100% with you. But the only problem that I see there is because of coronavirus, who's got the money? Like, you think of Madrid and Barcelona, they're both massively in debt, especially Barca. You think yeah. of the Italian teams, Juve aren't the spending power they were. Interzonas yeah. have gone bust and got rid of their Chinese team. The only teams that really have money are either, you think, City, Chelsea, United, or PSG. And obviously, you're not going to sell Salah to any of those English teams. Yeah. So you're really relying on PSG getting well. Getting. I can I can see PSG getting money to be honest. The rumors the rumors for that were slowly but surely pumping up last season, last summer, sorry. Um I can see that happening. But then Andy, well, with PSG now, with PSG, there's two rumors, isn't there? Now the Messi, uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, Messi and Aguero as well. Now yeah. it's obviously Aguero as well. Oh yeah. Because yeah. he's he's he's, he's a free agent. I think Liverpool are gonna run it back next season because Unless you, it seems very much like Liverpool sporting director and Klopp get the deals they want and they don't settle for any less, which is a great deal to have. You want that. But I don't think you're going to get those deals. I think you're more than likely going to chalk it up to your injuries, COVID, fixture congestion, etc. Just go, let's run it back for one more year. Keep wow. it. That, that would be up, gross right? negligence if they do that. That's four years with the same front three, basically. Obviously, Yota is, is, is there as well. Yeah, was about, was, that would be that would be poor. Say, like, that would be I mean, very poor. I think. But I get what Jake is saying because of the current situation. There might not be any replacements, or people will not pay the money that we would require. I think Mane because we bought Mane for thirty three, so I think we can get we we can make a profit on Mane. The only person that I feel like we probably won't make any profit on is Roberto Firmino, where I think I always said we should have sold him last season. But now his stock has gone down, down, down. I don't know, man. Maybe China or something. I don't you know. See, but see my point. China. Jesus, man. What? That's not harsh, China. man. Nah, yeah. Andy, China, that China, China, allow it. Like, I think he's going to China as well is if it's on a dirt cheap deal for them because they're in China. They've got the tax now don't they where every foreign player they bring in you have to pay the same amount in tax so if you pay 20 million you have to pay 20 million to the government anyways oh yeah like bobby can still play at like a very good level but yeah obviously i think his time at liverpool is done like he's obviously the oldest he's been there the longest like longest tenured out of the front three as well so it probably is time Mm. for him to go I feel like with Firmino as well you lot you should just be playing the 10 role rather than you lot expecting him to score as the nine which i think we've covered this before on the but the thing is 10s I think tens do more than what Firmino does. Nah, bro. Ten, Ten, maybe a couple seasons. Firmino ago. actually do does that. Think Firmino of, actually does that role. I mean, re- clock, really and truly, if you clock what he does. What, he you, does you the need to have more output being. If, I think ten at the moment. I think if you consider, if you consider what's happened, Liverpool's been lucky without having a striker. So I think eventually it's come back to bite you in the in the backside. You guys needed an out and out striker, and clearly it's, it's it's becoming obvious that you need to move Firmino on to get a striker in. I think they need yeah. a few signings. And this is my point: that the striker that they want 
Yeah, obviously, as Andy said, you can get a profit for Mane, but this is not what you currently need at the moment. You need the bag to secure Mbappe, as that's what you lot want, right? You want Mbappe to come in. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's chance, not going to happen. Not gonna happen. So th- that's why I was speaking about Salah, that mm. I see him as the one that can maybe finance the deal for Mbappe. Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah I think Liverpool will just write this season off. I think from what... I think what would happen is they would just chuck it up to you. Okay, we won the league. We won the Champions League. Let's use this season because this season is a weird season as a write-off and then just wait for Van Dijk to come back and let's see how so we that's are. That's what I wanted to touch on. Do, you, do people think it's as simple as Liverpool just getting their players back and they'll be good again? No way. Me personally, I don't look. I don't see. I don't think it. You're if saying that like a lot of their players are getting, they're about to hit 30 and so on. They need a, a few new faces, a few yeah. things to what, freshen yeah, up. What, what, the field looks very stale. But the problem like, is, sorry, Drew, the problem is, like, we can all say we, a club needs this and needs that. But then you have to ask, are they financially viable to get those players? And I don't think they are. So that's probably one of the, the issues Liverpool's directors will sit back and think, OK, what do we do next year? What is actually, like, what's the realistic path to getting back to But the to thing the... is, everyone's in the same scenario. As Correct. Like, exactly. So it's very difficult. Spend. It's difficult for Liverpool. So That's it's, what I'm it's saying. Do we actually sure. believe that next season, their players are going to come back and they're, they're going to return to anywhere near I think, I think, I think that we, I think that we will, but the only way we will, if, if Klopp and his team sit down and look at what they did wrong this season, is not implementing a plan B. And that's what they need to do next season when everyone comes back because yeah. then you definitely have no excuse to not have a plan B when the going gets tough because yeah. you can't lose six games at home in a row against teams you should be putting away it's impossible but let me move on let me move on um, to Shalom so yeah. obviously um, after project back to back has gone down the gutter project yeah. top four is down the drain Yeah. how are we looking for project Europa League <laughs> and this in relation to Arsenal correct Nah, to us, to Liverpool, man. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> it's a hard one because I, I think as a Liverpool fan, whatever happens this year, I'll just chuck it off. Coming from a from an Arsenal fan who hasn't, who, who we haven't seen our team win a Champions League or a Prem. So the fact I'll, I'll just look at it and just say, chuck it off, see what happens next year. Um, and then go go from there because I know um, Char has said yeah um, the bringing your team back did you the, what the, the the players who were injured you reckon that it would you know do anything in terms of taking you back I I say yes because they haven't lost quality they're just injured so you have to wait to see what happens before you now you know make that confirmation that we we wouldn't do anything with these players so. I just say some. You just we just have to accept that sometimes there's always ups and downs in in, in in a team's performance, and you just have to chuck it up and just say, okay, that's fine. Let's deal with I it. I mean, I mean, at first you can be like, yeah, injuries, but then this, this is, is this much. is different, bro. This is yeah. this is also. I, I see where Ken was coming from. The last two games I've been seeing it last week. And, yeah. Sorry, Chelsea, and today where I'm like, Klopp, come on, man, you can't play high line with Nat Phillips. Reese Williams with you get me you can't do that uh, it's, it's a difficult one. so for example just look at the remember Arsenal's form last year when we were really terrible and we turned it around I think this is what's happening with Liverpool you guys are just in a really bad form you will turn it around you just have to believe the thing is, just, just to piggyback off that what I don't understand though is yeah, like everyone, like or even what Drew said about the, obviously the two centre backs. I agree with that. Obviously, I think Klopp needs to stop being so naive about it. But yeah. they 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 lost the game by one nil. 
Like, yeah. where is the, the, where is their, their attacking threat? Like, what is Salah doing? What is Mane doing when he comes on? I think that the, the, the light needs to be shine more, less so on the defence because they're not actually conceding two, three goals a game. They're conceding okay. just the one. And okay. they, like, with their players and their, the magnitude of like, Salah, Salah was being talked about as good as Hazard and Ronaldo. They should be doing a lot more in terms of going forward than what they're doing. So, that's it's, my, that's how so, so it's, it's clear that, that the players are good, but they're not playing well. So the question we should ask is why aren't they playing well? So it's, it, it seems like it's a, it's a team-wide issue that is more than performance in terms of skills and more, more dealing with the, the team's mentality. There's something going on there. Yeah, that's why yeah. I think it's it's wrong with Liverpool. Not not necessarily that they are bad players. I just feel like they're in such a poor form, which is coming from an underlining issue that I don't think is being said enough or is being put out to the media. That's why I think you can't have a team so good, and and all of a sudden they just drop form that dramat drastically. This is Liverpool you're talking about. So that's why I think just chuck it up to this season. Next season, kick off kick off again. Uh, let's move. Let's move. Because um, obviously we've got the Champions League um, home fixture v Leipzig uh, on Wednesday. Then we got Wolves away next week Monday in the Prem. Uh, to be honest, personally, I'm fancying us against um, Leipzig to get the job done. Uh, but we'll probably lose or draw v Wolves because I got zero hopes for the Prem. Like Salom said, I'm yeah. I just want the season to end, man, and we'll go again next season. Um. Let's let's go over to Mr. YZ because um yeah you did good business in your quest for top four as it was two a two shell masterclass at Anfield after a one 0 win v Liverpool and then Mason Mount with the with the goal and then your team plays tomorrow v Everton at yeah. home right yeah indeed so against Liverpool did you expect it to be so much of a stroll as it looked like you guys were in control of that game especially after you scored your goal no like I think probably naivety from my point of view but I attributed Liverpool's struggles a while ago to the fact they were bored like <laughs> they're just we talk about mentality monsters and then what was it Jamie said earlier they were mentality midgets or something like that but I, I, I just thought they were bored I saw this game as being really difficult I thought Liverpool were going to see it as a prove it comeback game like yeah we're on a bad stretch but this is the one where we prove our class that form is temporary class is permanent and they were going to come out as with an absolute force reminiscent of last year. And I could not have been more wrong. That was, I thought, as much as Liverpool played badly, I thought Chelsea were absolutely brilliant. I thought Christensen, that was his best game in a Chelsea shirt. Rudiger, that was his best game in ages in a Chelsea shirt. I think N'Golo on the ball, I've never seen him more assured. Especially when dealing with the press, he knew where that ball was going. It was snapping to his targets, and they were all. It was for the most part accurate. Mm. And I thought Timo was a menace. I know he didn't get his goal. Obviously, the offside one, and then that was harsh, man. Yeah, and that little ch- that chance he had where he tried to lob Allison, but it pretty much went straight to him. Oh like, yeah, he was an absolute menace. I mean, that showed the high line there. Playing a high line is dangerous enough, but playing it against a striker with his pace. Mm. That was awful. But yeah, Chelsea were fantastic. Like we genuinely played around you. Like it made the Liverpool press look awful. It was awful at times, but even when it was still snapping, the ball didn't look like it was in any trouble. The only point of trouble I thought really from a Chelsea was when Salah played that ball over the top and Mane just decided he wasn't gonna kick it. Mm. Like 
It yeah, was- I mean, I had to I had to big up two shells well in regards to um, his management of the game because he was very proactive with his substitutions as well. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, proactive and reactive because it was like he was seeing who would Liverpool bring in. Okay, let me bring in this player. Ah, uh, he's bringing that guy. Uh, I'll bring Pulisic yeah. so that we have more. We have pace alongside. Um, what's his name? Um. Timo um, Werner, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I was, yeah, that was a masterclass, man. I was yeah. very, well, very impressed. You see, when you hear people talk about Frank as well, everyone was saying he deserved more time. Now, I, I don't <laughs> get me wrong, I didn't want to see Frank sacked, but you don't, yeah, you don't deserve more time. That doesn't happen. Tuchel has turned this team round drastically in such limited amount of time, such limited amount of time to train. Like just every player to a fault looks so much better under mm-hmm. Tuchel now. It's ridiculous. I want to mention one player that you that you um, that you mentioned also, Antonio Rudiger, because obviously he had a good game v United, but against Liverpool, I thought he was phenomenal. He literally yeah. pocketed, dealt with our whole front three. Um, he's often been labelled as a basket throughout his career, basically every club he's been. But it seems that under Tuchel, he's becoming much more sure of himself. How do you see him? In, how, how, how do you see it as from a Chelsea's perspective? He has looked so much better. Like he's always had the athletic gifts. Like he's always yeah. been strong, quick, physical. But I think like he's just made a lot of mental errors. Like I've never really got the signing of Rudiger. I remember when we signed him, it was because we sold Ake. And I never really understood why we'd sell Ake. But then buying Rudiger, there wasn't a massive quality difference for me. Today yeah. was one of the examples in which I've seen it. Like he read the game brilliantly. He was communicating. He was making right decisions a lot of the time. Like he mm-hmm. wasn't just menacing about. He's probably the defender out of all of them. That I know we all have an, an ambition to play out from the back, and I still support that. But he's the one where if it's looking a bit, mm, he will just boot it. And there's something to be said for that. Instead of just forcing it, like he's a very natural player in like that. He can make the right decisions. I hope he can keep doing it. But it's a case of, in a back three, he's looking a lot better than he would be in a back four. Does he keep that form when we eventually, if we do, move to that formation? Because I don't think long-term we're going to stay as a back five or back three. Mm. What do you, you ever think about Rudiger? I like the fact that he's actually kind of stepped up. Um, he's been given a second chance because I don't think he was one of Frank's favourites. And it's funny that we're actually talking about him because when I was watching um, Chelsea's last game, he's he's become a bit of a leader. Not sure how Jake feels about that, but no, I agree. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Rudiger, and um, yeah, I'm just glad that he's got. Yeah, the younger the younger players all talk about him like they they look up to him and that. Yeah, and even, Chelsea um, team. even there was that um, incident. Yeah, um, where the fact that everyone was saying a lot of fans were coming for Rudiger's head. And all the players backed him up immediately and went, yeah. what are yeah. you talking about? Which is always can, a good sign. You can yeah, just remember, tell. Yeah. And, and what I just noticed as well, I don't know if you guys remember um, the whole Tottenham thing about how there are some people in the change rooms that like used to so calls and um, Aurea with your favourites. And if Jose drops them, you know, people will start to side-eye Jose. And mm. I feel like what Tusha has kind of done to win over the um, changing room, just going back what Jake just said there, Rudiger's respected and Tuchel has brought him into the team. So, you know, someone that they like, they see that he's playing and maybe that's what's kind of made um, Tuchel win the, the, the changing room as well at the same time. Yeah, that's a good point. That's do, a you good reckon, point. do you reckon we're all jumping into conclusions? 
in the way it is, is it, of, I, was, I was just about to say yeah this. kind of like a first manager one well, new manager syndrome where everyone raises their game in order to you know get get picked and mm-hmm. as such chelsea manager bounce lasts for what five games no, 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 no. But Jake, what happens at the start of next season if Tuchel starts and it doesn't start well and then you say, oh, he's lost the dressing room. It seems like a trend that every time it happens with with, um, with, with each team's. I wouldn't say it's a trend. It's like a matrix. We'll measure it. So as yeah. you and Shalom are actually rightly have the right to say, is it first major syndrome? We will see as, you know, this time, not this time, sorry, as you just said there, Tabo, next season. Yeah. With Chelsea, though, the, the, the reason, the reason why I think it, you could be a bit more optimistic about it was because a lot of their players are very, very young and should be coming into the prime, prime, prime times of their career. So, I think you can look at it almost as if Tuchel has given them a platform to then go on and, and improve. Whether he does that is another thing, isn't it? But I think I'm a bit on the fence there, like Chelsea. Think, yeah, sorry? I think I think it's right to say. I'm sorry, Jake. I think what Charles said is very, very, very good on defense. I'm very on defense with Chelsea as well because yes, they have they have young players, but we know how the Premier League can can be challenging to any to any manager. Yeah. And the only manager that I've seen you know deal with it is probably Pep to a point. And um, what's his name? And that played. I'm um, sorry that did when he started playing that three at the back. Those are two managers I've seen that dealt with it, but. Next year was is going to be a good determiner to if Chelsea would do well or not. We've got a sh- shout out um Mount though, by the way. Um I oh, think, yeah, he's got um, my respect so, now. Yeah, like, he's my, a, he's a yeah. top level centre mid in the Premier League. And I but think like I say, if he's not starting <laughs> for England in the Euros, Gareth Southgate will have yeah, something. He's gotta be on merit. I think he needs to start yeah, I think yeah, I think he needs to be starting on merit, not because, because I know a lot of people are going to be like, Oh, are we dropping Greenish and playing? No, no, no. I think we had we did we had this place Child, we had this discussion on the pod, that, uh, or not the pod, the clubhouse the other day that, do you know what? Mason will start because of he can offer more in that position, not because he's better than Grealish, but because obviously, yeah. you know, defensively, working hard, all of that kind of stuff, he's got more to give in that position. My only my only gripe with Mason Mount, yeah, and maybe yeah. Jake can attest to this as well, even in the Liverpool game, is that his decision-making needs to be a lot more better. Um there were a few opportunities in the Liverpool game where he could have slipped in Werner and then we would have it would have been peak for us but his head was just not up and it is it, this actually happens in a lot of these games where sometimes he misses a pass and he just dribbles or he hugs the ball for a bit too long more time than not he goes on and then scores or whatever but then there's other times where you should just lay it off so if, the, if I had one criticism about Mount it would be that but I'm a big fan man yeah it's definitely something he can improve on like I, I think it's a minor issue, but I do agree with you, Drew. It is somewhere that he can definitely For get sure, that. yeah. If he if he gets that side of his that will come with experience, man, as, as he grows older, bro, he'll be serious he'll be a serious player, man. It's also getting used to the team, isn't it? Because I think he did not expect to be the offensive fulcrum of this team, especially with all the talent that came in. Like especially at the start of the season, you're thinking he's a he's a cog of the machine, not the thing that's making it tick, which he is. Like everything's revolving around Mount. If Mount's on it, we're playing a lot better than if he's not. Just quickly, um, Tammy Abraham, what's going on What's going on with him? Because he's been a bit frozen out, not even being selected in a 23. Do you know what? He's That's just, a reason. He, is, he just doesn't make an impact. 
Like, he just, he does absolutely nothing. Like, he, he never... <laughs> he's a tap-in merchant to the core, man. He, like, you know, he's very limited. And, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I can understand why Tuchel has, hasn't had him in favours. Well. Do you guys think he has a future in the, in the Prem in terms of, like, top six team? Can you go yeah, to another... Like Aston Villa or something like that, I think. I mean, top 10 team, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah I, sure. I think Good. he probably needs a team that believes in him and just says, okay, you are yeah. the only striker, go there and play. Yeah. He needs like a Lukaku, an Everton Lukaku. You know when Lukaku went to Everton and they just gave yeah. him that breath? You know yeah, that's what he needs. Shalom, you've hit the nail on the head there with what you said, how yeah. he needs someone that's going to believe in him. And, you know, his time at Swansea, was it Swansea? Um, Swansea and Villa, yeah. Even, Bristol, even Bristol, Bristol City. City. Bristol City. City. He had managers yeah. where he believed in him. He was getting goals. Frank showed that in him, and now you know maybe Tuchel's just not taking keen interest in him. Yeah. I think what what Shalom right is spot on as well, Monia. Like he just needs a team where he's gonna be the main man. Like what he's saying that when Lukaku went to Everton, he went there and just took it on, took on the responsibility mm. of that. Now, so see, I can't, I disagree with that because I don't think Tammy is ready to be in that position to be the main man at a team. That's my, I, I don't think he's there Depends yet. Depends what team for me. But that's what I'm saying. That if the palaces and whatnot, he can go and be like. Yo, uh, if Leicester, if Leicester, you know, Vardy, this probably yeah, is last season. Good yeah. shout. If Very he goes there shout. to Leicester, but is Barnes not going to be the next up there? Leicester? No, no. Leicester trying to get um Edward from Celtic. Yeah, good point. S- same difference, man. Let's move on. Let's move on. I don't oh. even know if he has the work rate. Sorry. Or to even play for Leicester, to be honest, but yeah, that's another story. Uh, <laughs> that dad that just acts. Jake, Jake, so obviously you got your game tomorrow um, at home v Everton, and then it's again a home game v Leeds United. Miles away, I'm pretty sure we're traveling to Leeds. You're traveling, yeah, okay. Um, so, how do you fancy your chances? It's gonna be a weird, I think Everton is gonna be very much follow the pattern for our recent games of we're just going to play around in front of them and struggle to get through. Because I think Everton will set up with a low block. Like, you're thinking three centre-backs at the back. Like, they'll go to counter us. I know, obviously, Richardson's in form now. James is discovering what he had at the early season. He's making a lot bigger impact. Um, I can't see a lot of goals in this game. I think we will win. I think we will win 1-0, 2-1. But I don't think it's going to be a very entertaining game, to say the least. Leeds, on the other hand, that will be a fun game because mm-hmm. as much as I hate Leeds... They, just, they just bust it open, bro. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> they will play to win. They will play breakneck and they will try and break us down. And that will be really interesting to see how we do it because I think they are one of the better pressing teams in the league. And it will be interesting to see how we adapt to that especially because I think Werner, again, should absolutely ruin them, theoretically. Because mm. I think, yeah. again, who was it, Stroik or Liam Cooper, like, that shouldn't be a contest. Or that Luke Luke Ailing fella. Yeah. Poor. He's so. poor, man. Let's move on, man. Let's move on to your North London, North London friends. Um, obviously, Arsenal didn't have a midweek game since their fantastic win v Leicester they faced. They faced Burnley at yesterday's lunchtime kickoff. Um, the game eventually ended up with a one all draw. For personally, it was tough for Arsenal as a mixture of missed chances and confusing referee decisions made them draw that game. Uh, Monia, let me go to you. Um, so obviously, there's, like I said, there's been a mixture of referees decisions and missed chances. How do you see it? I mean, Andy, you summed it up perfectly. Um, from the go, the missed chances, I think... Lacazette, not Lacazette, sorry, Aubameyang had an opportunity where, you know, the ball just fell into him. Had he been a bit more switched on, he could have tapped it in. 
Um, I think the best one was Saka. I, I, I don't know what happened there. Um, again, the ball just fell to his feet by luck. People say we need luck. We're getting luck. I'm not taking the chances. And um, to sum it off, just a comical decisions from the referee. I've always said this and I always say it again. VAR is not the problem in England. It's English referees using VAR. Um, we had a Stonewall penalty. Um, I believe it was Eric Peters. It's, it's funny because the last 15 minutes of the game was probably the most interesting um, minutes of the, of the whole 90 minutes. He comes on, handles the ball blatantly. Like They're trying to say... Proximity. Two times in a row, actually. Yeah. Huh? It was two times in a row. Yeah, I'm going to get to the other one. But um, the first one was... Um, they said it was it was just too close for him to move his. I mean, his hand was not in a in a natural position. Yeah, that's close. cool, man. The same, the same. So, they said that with us against Conte as well. Like, it doesn't on. make sense. So they don't give it. They they don't even check it. Well, obviously they check it, but not as if like the referee's been told to stop play, whatever. La la la. Then coming towards the end of the game, Eric Peters again in the middle of it all. Pepe, to be honest. Gets on target, but in my opinion, should be scoring regardless. But shout out, shout out, Eric Peters. He he, he gets his shoulder. Um, the referee, that's not Martin Atkinson, Andre Murner panics because they knew they fucked up earlier. Gave him a red. <laughs> gave him a red because they were trying to give us a pity pen. They checked it; it wasn't a pen. And in a way, we've still. I feel we've got ourselves to blame. We've given another goal to the opposition. Jacques. I mean, I don't want to give him time. <laughs> um, we should have finished finished off the game. This, you know, one of my boys um, was outside of the VAR uh, bar crew said to me, "This is like the Wolves game where we had chances at the start. We mess up, we give them a goal, and we go on to lose. But we didn't. We drew. But I'll be honest with you, Angie, it felt it feels like a defeat. Um, mm. Disappointing, frustrating." Sums up our season, and I think someone mentioned earlier. I think maybe yeah, and he's saying Arsenal don't want to finish tenth. I'm sorry, but the nine teams above us are all better than us. Tenth is where we belong. If we finish in the, in the we should not be finishing the second half of, of, the, of the table. But at the moment, if we get eighth again, ninth, I wouldn't be mad if we get tenth. <laughs> mad. Um, let me go to Char because in the last couple of weeks, especially Mitch. And I think now nah, I'm not sure about that, but Mitch especially um, has been singing the praises of Zaka, where Tosin is still maintaining that Zaka is is a poison to this club. Uh, but you know, just from a neutral point of view, he, he's been looking quite influential for Arsenal um, in the last couple of games. However, his mistakes um, yesterday cost his team daily in that situation. So my question is this: uh, just overall, Zaka since he moved to Arsenal, what do you make of him? Yeah, I think he's just um yeah he he's 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 a he's a he's no he's a calamity and that you just <laughs> to say how it is and I think it's clear to see that like he's the typical guy that you know you can't look back and be like when he got signed we were rubbish you know like that person you always um link mm. to like a just a rubbish period in your in your clubs in your club's time um I think he's he he's he, he he's like in a sense like how I look at Fellaini. In the sense that Fellaini, he actually had quite good 
but he just represented everything I hated about my club. And I think Arsenal fans probably could relate to that feeling with Xhaka. Um, I think I read a stat that like, he's, um, since he's been at the club since 2016, I think it was, he's um, led, he led to like eight different oh, goals. Sorry, I hate uh, to interrupt you, um, but Fellaini actually helped you guys. Yeah, with, yeah, no, yeah. As in, like, Jacques <laughs> helped you guys in the trophy. So, like, it's, it's just representative in it more than anything else. Don't get me wrong. Tosin, like Tosin, I'm seeing you on mute. One of those things, Let it rip, uh, <laughs> However, I think, yeah, Jacques here is just, yeah, he's just, yeah, he's, he's a burden. And I think the quicker he leaves Arsenal, the quicker they can actually start their real building process. Tosin, before man. you go, Tosin, before you go, before you go, but um, is Mitch Capping then? In the last couple of games, because no, the last not, couple of games he hasn't been he's... playing well. Yeah, he, the thing is, that's the thing. He he will have a, a couple of games, but his limitations are just are so yeah. there for everyone to see. Yeah. That thing yeah. that he can't kick with his right foot, I've seen that for Jakafi. Is it was literally? Yes. I even find it funny sometimes when someone passes it into him because I'm like, bro, you know where? If you're a defender, you just gamble because you know that's the only pass he has. You got know I mean? Like, but. Yeah, it's 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 sad, isn't it? But like, yeah, in two thousand, big big two thousand and twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, you can't be playing with Jack in the field, man. I think Arteta probably saw that game yesterday and just. He, I think he knew that Jack's time is up. No, Shalom. No, I, I don't no, think he sorry. has. Sorry, no, 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 no. I, 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 I think, think he's not hearing that. I think he. No, because you've seen enough. Why should it take you another mistake to realize that he's not good enough? I'm sorry, Arteta no. is a fool himself. You should know what you expect of Shaka. Come on, yeah. man. We're not, we're not professional managers. We don't, need co- we, don't, we don't need coaching badges. It's not that this guy is not good enough. So yeah. I have no I mean, doubt he's going to forgive Shaka. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have any doubt in my mind. Sorry, I mean, there's two things, really. Um, so well. Two, so there's well, two well. things. Um, David Luiz, I think, slows down Arsenal's game. If you guys ever watch how we play, he takes about 10 seconds to pass the ball. And I think that, that's so frustrating. And also Jacker. But before Tolson goes into... into um, it says his piece. Um, I think, and I agree with Chad, the moment, and this is so frustrating because last last um, pod, I gave Jack a shot. And it feels like whenever we give a player a shot, they just end up messing up. So <laughs> they, just, they just refrain from doing that from now on. Um, two things I was going to say. Jack, the moment Jack leaves um, and we replace him with a, with a, with a more... Bet, well, bet, well, better player, we will we will be better. And secondly, I know people haven't had this conversation, but that that game was Saka's um Saka's fiftieth um um game as an Arsenal player, and as such, I think we should stop looking at him as a youth and more as, as a senior player. And as and and with that, now he's a senior player. There are responsibilities, and the number one responsibility yeah, is is to score. He is he's very good, but you, you you've noticed in the Wolves game and, and Aston Villa game, no Wolves game and this game, the Burnley game, he missed chances. And if you take your chances, we won't be having this issue. So yeah, as yeah. much as Saka is Saka is a great player, was well, a good player, not great. He now has responsibilities as a nineteen-year-old, and that is one of his res- responsibilities. He has to score. So yeah, um, Tosin, take it over because I'm done, man. Like, I honestly, I do applaud the, the optimism of, like, you Arsenal fans, obviously. Shalom, Tubbs, Monia. You, you said, you said, Look at you me, said, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan. Like, I mean, <laughs> you're a Tottenham said, fan, B. Honestly, obviously, you boys have said your piece. Like, I do applaud, like, your optimism of, like, certain Arsenal fans. But for me, football is very uncomplicated. Football should be kept uncomplicated. You go 1-0 up against Burnley 
Great goal from Aubameyang in his bag. Cuts him, step-overs, feints, hits it in the bottom corner. If you score one goal in football and you don't concede, you win football matches. This is the end of the day. So as much as we want to talk about bad refereeing decisions, which I get, Saka misses. If you have a footballer on a stupid amount of money, earning a stupid amount of money every single week, that's not capable of using his right foot, you're doing yourself a disservice to have him in the squad, let alone the team. Shaka, at the end of the day, received the ball to feet, and I got people telling me that, our oh, Leno shouldn't have put him in that position. No. Why I won't accept that is because Vidra put Shaka under pressure. If Vidra had taken the ball off Shaka, I could get the argument that, yeah, maybe Leno put him in a bad spot. At the end of the day, Shaka had multiple options there. He could have taken a touch... If he didn't back himself to make complete the pass, he could have put it, he could have put the ball into the stands. Or if he actually had the confidence, he could have dummied onto his right foot and then released the ball on his more confident left foot. He did neither of those options. He did not complete a basic pass in front of his goal, which led, which led directly to a goal. Like this is the poisonous stuff that I'm talking about. It's the basics of football that Arsenal aren't capable of doing. People will look at that goal and say, oh man, why do Arsenal play from the back? I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, like at the top level, that is basic stuff. It's it's yeah. it's the it's the yeah. it's the bare minimum you could expect for a player to receive the ball from his goalie and just find your right back. It's and you know what's fu- you know what's funny? Sorry, Toast. That's just scored from playing from the back. That first goal came from Leno, passing it to Partey, who literally split open Burnley. Beautiful ball, beautiful. Exactly. Ball. I'm not gonna tell that's what anyone. I, te- I spoke of. That, that's the difference. That's the difference between Partey and Shaka because exactly, exactly, Munya. We, we started that. To we started. Thank pass. you. If you saw the video, it was Shaka <laughs> that was te- saying, uh, "Pass it back to um, uh, Mari or, or whoever it was." When Partey backed his ability, he, he did a little one-two with um, Shaka, released it to Willian who found Aubameyang goal. So I'm not going to criticise Arsenal from playing from the back. I am going to criticise players who are simply not good enough to just do the basic things at the top level. Shaka's not good enough. He's a poison. He needs to get yeah. out of the club. It's also, Tosin, when you play against a team like Burnley, you have to play from the back. Because if you if you hoof the ball, they're going to bring it back to you. So it makes sense to play from the back. But when you don't have players who can do that, then you suffer. So yeah, that's basically the the, the story of Arsenal. Uh, hey, right no. now, guys, it's not like Arteta has not spoken on this. In in the week before, he spoke about him not having the personnel that he wants and yeah. them not being good enough to even compete, at, you know, at that high level that we want and for him to be able to do those things. Well, then I guess we'll see when Shaka's contract's up, if Arteta's even still there, if we're looking to renew his contract, and if, we're, if we're looking to learn from the mistakes that we've well, we're consistently bro, making. Put it, put we'll it this way, put it this way. Like Munya mentioned yesterday... Uh, Thomas Partey was taken off and Xhaka remained on the pitch. Xhaka plays the most minutes than anyone in the Arsenal football team. I don't see him going anywhere, boy. I, I, do, no, I, do, I don't agree. I think the reason why Partey was taken off was just to monitor him, his injury. I think... I think we would, I hope like you're I said, right, Shalom. With, intro- right. with the introduction of Partey, and I, and I said that at, when Partey came in um, to this team, we will see Xhaka leave. In my opinion, I think all, I think I I I believe what and what Arteta is doing, and I think change is very slow, but it will come. We just need to keep moving forward, and I hope this game, the game that just gone past, has shown Arteta that Jacker is not the team man to lead us to any any you know any trophies because you know. Shalom, like, yeah. like my run earlier, I'm telling you now, I don't think that will. But Arteta, if you are listening, Woodford and Didi. Yves Basuma. Oh, Basuma. 
do the right thing, please. Indeed, is indeed is too old, Basuma man. Let's take Basuma. Indeed, he's not that old. Uh, Basuma is, is younger, no. Basuma can play as well. Bro. Yeah, Basuma hey, can play older. as well. That's that's what I want, man. Hey, so uh, yeah, I tell you, if you're listening. <laughs> Arsenal yeah. boys, <laughs> they always take over the pod, man. Let me stay man. with you, man. Yeah, so obviously, you man got the um Europa League round of 16 tie v Olympiacos away, um, redemption, yeah. hopefully, you and then Spurs at home. Bro, I always say to everyone, bro, I expect Arsenal in this game for <laughs> everything to go out the window. Everything is at stake here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I got beef with Spurs fans for time. And this game means the most to me out of all the games, especially <laughs> after what they did to us in December. So I really hope that these players understand this. Um, and yeah, they can just rectify, obviously, us us getting this draw um, this week and yeah, bring it home, just, man. Just to add on there, like, I think, you know, Tosin was criticising United, saying that they only just turn up for the uh, Manchester derby. I just wanted to see my boys just do that. Like I don't yeah, think, like, come do on. I, I think when I look I at United, they 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 know it's like it's inbuilt in them what how big this derby is for them, right? And I just don't feel there's many. You know what? Arsenal, you know what I think. Squad but you know the difference, that. though. You know the difference. You know what I think. What is with United? Because obviously, I wouldn't say City has knocked them off their perch, but they're. They're currently the bigger, biggest team in, in Manchester. So I think United is, is one of them no, where they're like, Andrew, I'm sorry, United, I'm sorry. United, no. No, no, United are doing the big bro thing. Like, calm, yeah. you can win the league. But when, no. when it's me and you, you still know, know your place. I, I, in no, 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 no. I, 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 saying, I think it's more than that. I think it's actually built in within them that, look, this is what happens. Mm. Like this, this is when it comes to this game, you put everything into it. And I just need right. that. Point. But Andy, if we reverse the role, Spurs haven't really won anything or whatever. But you know, they've been but, making hold on, hold on. They've been making champs in that, yeah. Yeah. So as Arsenal as well, we should come and have the pride to say, listen, this is what we need to do in this game to show these guys were they're still not bigger than us. But yet that doesn't happen in a lot of the games. That's the that's the difference. That's what that's what um that's what we're saying about that's what you're hoping that, for. No, yeah, and bro, this is it. Like they just need to step up. And again, we're three points off uh, li- uh, Liverpool. Sorry, three points off Tottenham. This is a big game for us leading up to the to the to that fixture. Mm. So yeah, I just want to see some urgency from for ninety minutes, man. Just from start to finish, Arsenal handle the game and get it done. Man, it's, it's been a while since we've really like dealt with Tottenham. Like dealt with them, dealt with them like five, in a derby in it. So five so three, boy, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, was the well, last five time. five two five two yeah five two sorry Emirates man, yeah couple That's years twenty nineteen yeah all right man twenty twenty nineteen are you sure yeah um, yeah I remember the day we were talking about it the other day actually. you mean four two oh you mean four two. When Torreira scored. Oh, that was 4 2. All right, 4 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a couple of years ago. I think that was like 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah, I saw that game in Milan. 2019. We're all good about the last time we beat them, man. Move, Andy. Move. That was a dub is due. But let's head over to the bar, man. Any shots? Yeah, man. I'm going to kick it off. An unrelated one. A bit of a shocker. Um, I know Ken would appreciate this, but shot to um, Steven Gerrard, man. Um, 
broken, you know, the curse of this in Scottish football to stop Celtic winning 10 in a row. We may we, people have their thoughts, Mickey Mouse League, whatever, but what he's done since arriving there, sensational. Um, they're unbeaten. Uh, they've just confirmed winning the league today because Celtic didn't win. But yeah, shout out Stevie Gerrard, man. Yeah, I need that shot as well, man. Shout out Stevie. Young shot. Um, I've got a young shot for my Donny, uh, my new number one, Dean Henderson. I think um, over the last couple of games, he's done everything right, which is expected as a United keeper. Um, so I think we need to... I know he's going to make mistakes just the way he plays. I know it's going to happen. But as I think I've said a few times to the lads, um, I'd rather him make the mistakes in the United goal than De Gea now. Um, I think we need to phase operation Dean Henson as number one in man so um shout out him and I think it's the second goal today especially um came from his assertiveness um so shout out Dean Hendo man calm any more shots yeah 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 I've got one um my shot is gonna be for Andreas Christensen for me like I've always seen a guy with potential I remember when we first got him back after his loan from Mönchengladbach and I thought he was gonna be our new centre-back for the next decade. Obviously, it didn't turn out to be the case, but this has been his best run of form I've seen in a Chelsea shirt, especially with that Liverpool performance. I think now that we're getting Thiago Silva back, I really don't think he should walk into the team. I think Christensen's been that good. So it's nice to see him step up and I want to see him continuing his development for us. Calm. Yeah, i got a quick shot for Mikel Arteta, man. I just feel like his tenure and his legacy at Arsenal is going to be He's going to live and die by the players that he decides to trust and the players he he decides not to trust. At the end of the day, like there's some players that are just not going to get us to the level and to where we want to be. If you want to be back in the top four, you can't be relying on the likes of Shaka. Can't be relying on the likes of Bellerin. Can't be relying on the likes of um, David Luiz. I'm sorry, man. Like so, do you know what I mean, if you if you if, if you want to if you want to set your deathbed like with these players, then 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 be my guest, Arteta, man. But your head will roll very very soon, man. Believe me. <laughs> that's such a violent shot boy <laughs> alright if there's no if there's no more shots then please listeners remember to follow us on our social Varbar Podcast on Twitter and Varbar Pod on Instagram if you are listening on Apple Podcasts don't forget to rate us a 5 star and to comment uh, my name is Rapping Drew we are the VBP boys and we out peace and I bet you man <laughs> Hey, Kyle.